I can't hear you. We can't hear you. Now you can hear. Oh, me. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So now here we are live. <laughs> Bad choices in bourbon. Um, coming to you uh, worldwide from the beautiful backyard version of the Toad Suck Studio in Central Arkansas. Um, and since it is the backyard, uh, to my left, uh, co-star unseen is uh, the Thriller on the Grilla. We've got some, um, we've got some uh, chicken that I'm going to have to tend to. Uh, and that's just practical uh, uh, effect of where we are, time of day, family's got to eat. But that's okay. That's how we do things around here is on the fly. Um, but more, And then the chicken on the grill uh, is the person in the hot seat here. On, <laughs> uh, bad hot, hot choices in bourbon, bad choices in bourbon. Uh, and it is the one and only uh, lullaby voice of the Starfleet community, the Star Trek community. It is Starfleet boy. Uh, so hell, how are you? Woohoo! What do we have here? I'm doing good. This is a bourbon-based cocktail. I'm using Bullet Bourbon, and it's called a Manhattan. I have heard of these Manhattans. Mm. I've had one, and that sounds delish. That's a, that's you? a cherry in at the end. So at the end, I'll be popping the cherry. Or maraschino. <laughs> yeah, maraschino cherry. Yep, yep, yep. Very cool. So well, I'm so excited doing, to be here. I'm doing oh, good. Oh excited to have you. <laughs> I'm also excited that show. I'm at a barbecue at your place. You are everyone who's here <laughs> is at the barbecue at my house. It's Hold true. On. Let me get over to the hey, comments. Shishan, all we girl. Have here. Hey, Robbie. <laughs> yeah. So what I want to go ahead and note for people who are listening to this in the future. In we are doing a live podcast, but it will be released to the public uh, via the, the normal podcast catcher channels uh, as a regular episode of Bad Choices and Bourbon towards uh, further down towards the end of the year. As we Oh, I made it into 2020. I made it into disaster. Oh, yeah. No, there's, there's, <laughs> a, uh, there's a couple of other people. Um, if you guys are listening right now, I've got, uh, uh, let's see who, uh, Johnny Staggs is coming up. Uh, uh, nice. Tad Tyrannicus is coming up. Um, um, oh, wow. I said that wrong. He's going to be mad. It's Thad. 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 Just like Thad Riker. Just like Thaddeus Riker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, uh, all of Paul, he's going to, at least I got it out of the way before he's on the show. Uh, and uh, <laughs> of course, uh, just today we released with um, uh, Heather uh, Batleth Babe as we talk a lot about the mental, she, health, mental health issues. She's amazing. She's and great. I don't yeah. do this often enough, but here's, uh, these, are my, box. Box. these oh, are my tax tools. These are my tax those and they great. look different in this light. They're actually green in daylight. Oh, that's uh, and I used to host a show called Drunk Space Nine, and Heather was on the episode for Move Along Home. Oh, uh, yeah, which is a great episode probably yeah. to get really drunk to. Also. We were getting to the higher shaps together. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, um, that's one of the gems of, of uh, Deep Space Nine for sure. Uh, but uh, we also have later this week on a regular Thursday release, uh, Allison uh, is going to be the guest of choice there. Uh, also, she's a mental health uh, professional. So we are in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Week here uh, in October as we are speaking, which is um, near and dear to my heart uh, i talk about it a lot because it's important um to reduce the stigma um and it's important to talk about um you know how you're feeling so speaking of how you're feeling let's talk about you how you feeling what are you doing i'm feeling good i, I couldn't think of a better place to virtually be right now and things ah. are good. <laughs> i am uh uh, I I have gained quite a bit of weight during this uh, this year, and so I've remedied that a little bit. Uh, Zoidberg, who's Johnny, 
does a lot of posts about health and you do too, actually about physical health as well as mental health. Yep. And uh, so to, uh, there's a lot of Star Trek folks out there and I'm still discovering everyone, but uh, that's kind of motivated me. And so I started walking around the block and then it you know, turned into like more bicycle rides and things. So I'm slowly but surely getting back to like feeling great on the outside as well as on the inside. So yeah, that, yeah, that's important. And, um, <laughs> it is important. Uh, and that's one thing, you know, uh, part, uh, he is good about that. Johnny, uh, you know, um, oh, sadness is uh, sad. Uh, recently, a couple days ago, I, I dropped my Apple watch. And so, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. And so I, last couple, three days, I haven't been getting, my notifications from Johnny through activity sharing that he's completed all of his freaking rings by like seven in the morning. I have to, that reminds me, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta figure out how to rig my watch to do that. I'm, I'm actually, I work, uh, my day job is in technology and I swear to you, I'm very proficient at technology. And, uh, <laughs> you have to share through iMessage. It has to be like a iMessage invitation. So you gotta be like, uh, legit contacts for it to work. You got it. You got it. Yeah, but share share the emails and the numbers and it'll hook itself up. All right. Then that's what I'm going to do for because... the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need my rings. I like that motivation. I have a few friends who are. Oh yeah. It, yeah. And I don't, I got on. I was like, so, oh, I can't. I'm like Siri add these people and it doesn't do it. And I also, <laughs> since we're on the subject of Apple and today, by the way, today is like probably the best day I've ever had this year. So, Oh wow. I get to be a part of it. You do. Tuesday the 13th will go down in history because I got invited to the Star Trek Discovery. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it much, but I got invited to the Star Trek Discovery premiere tomorrow. I won. Whoa. I won. I was one of the winners. There's a bunch of us. Uh, so I'm sorry if you uh, if you uh, tried and, and didn't get in, but whoever did See, win. I, I even I just straight up missed the boat to even try. I had no oh, idea gosh. where to even go. Click a link. Missed the, or, or maybe I did and just didn't win. Maybe I maybe I'm better off not knowing whether or not i entered to win <laughs> i shared the heck out of it so hopefully a lot i of people probably know. missed it then of course because that would be the way it goes but congratulations on that um i've seen a, a couple of folks um you know uh and, and we've talked uh we not you and i but folks around the show and shows i've been on and subjects of you know star trek come up all the time but we've talked a little bit about how it is it matters with that inter that in engagement that interaction from them to the community in these ways especially especially now uh matter a lot um yeah. to us as fans uh it does oh God, um, in my life. this feels great like i yeah I, exactly <laughs> it's very exciting yeah exactly exciting, I'm, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow but regardless of uh whether i would have gotten to see it earlier or not i'm just so excited about star trek discovery season three it's like the, it's making me bonkers to think about what's going to happen next season i can't stop oh it is it is so <laughs> exciting to be uh to be alive and trek fan right now um I, much preferable to the alternative version of being a trek fan to to you know to a live dead trek fan doesn't sound like a lot of fun at all uh, but um it's a, uh, it's oh, a wow. big day, yeah. You know, we we you got your you got your invite. You're gonna do that, um, and then let's, there were uh, you have a bourbon. Uh, let's drink. pour yeah. one out for all the dead homie Trekkies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> one down there. Uh, and then um, new shinies came out today too. And you talk about that real quick. I'm gonna go flip the chicken. I'll be right back. While uh, the Commodore goes and tends to the yummy, delicious uh, uh, grilled chicken that he's making. Um, so today, 
I'm also excited because Apple just released uh, the newest generation of the iPhone. It's it's very promising. And as a content creator, I'm extraordinarily happy about it. I do photography as a art form and passion. And so uh, the new iPhone phone is extraordinary. I'm not trying to do a commercial for Apple, though. So back to bad choices and bourbon. Uh, I I guess we have to talk about some of our bad choices. So uh, I see that Shishan Girl and Robbie uh, is in the audience. What's like a question revolving around bad choices that you guys might have that uh, uh, the Commodore and I uh, can talk about? <clears throat> or name a, I'm 42 years old, name like a year, a number between uh, 10. I think my bad choices, I can remember back to 10 years old. Uh, say a number between the uh <laughs> name an, an age between 10 and 42 and i will assess that year and tell you what bad choices i made in that year so here we go that's the that's the that's the, do you it. like that do, it. do, you, I love it. do you like that <laughs> did i stall i don't know do we have any we have any comments coming <laughs> we do I actually ravi and shishan girl are participating quite a bit and future audience when you hear this you're gonna wish oh, you were totally off chat. You're gonna come back for more. <laughs> 34. 34. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, 34. All right. So we both right. have to answer this, right? Yeah, we both have to answer this. So <sighs> bad choices made it at the age of 34. I have to remember what year of my okay, life was. So yeah, what well, that was that. 11 the same years age. ago for me. For me too, yes. Right. Yeah. No, no, eight only no. eight years for you. Yeah. Oh, eight years. Wait. Yeah. 34, Wait. six play. You're 42, 34. Wait, you're older than me? I'm 45, bro. You look like you're 30. Yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate wow. that. You don't look yeah. 42 at the least. But yeah, no, I'm, I am full on 1975, man. I was born in 1975. So Dang. 34 for me. Yeah, that would have been, uh, what is that, 2014? <laughs> 2014? Oh, sh oh, shit. Is that 2014? Wow. Yeah. No. Uh, we'll do Robbie's first 34. So eight years ago. Let me think. A bad choice I made eight years ago that I can remember at the age of three. You know what? Actually, uh, Robbie, 34 was a clean okay. year. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So I, don't, I, I can't one. report on, on 34. Years ago. I do a little research <clears throat> in my journal just to make sure. I do keep it oh, 2009. Okay. 2009. Uh, oh. What's going on in 2009? Yeah, I was relatively well behaved in 2009. Yeah, okay, we got 41 on the board. 41. So that was 41. four years ago for me. And one year for me. So last year. <clears throat> I got into a feud with my co-host on Drunk Space Nine. That was a bad, a bad choice that I made. For 41. Yeah. 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 No, 41, uh, 2016 was a was a relatively ooh, though relative to relative to the topics at hand for this week 2016 and 41 uh that was the year that uh i got uh got a complete diagnosis for my mental health uh needs and started getting the kind of treatment that i needed to get to uh find yeah. health so um it's a good year you know not a bad choices led to the need well, to get there uh <laughs> and bad choices were made uh as a as a result of being in that uh, mindset, but yeah, um, 2016 uh, entered um, an outpatient program uh, in the in the spring uh, to to kind of help sort through my generalized anxiety and bipolar issues and things like that. So that's a good number uh, on the board. Now we have 37. 
Hey, Sleepy, hey, Sleepy Trekkie. Yay! Everybody go subscribe to his YouTube channel right now. Or you're fired. Did I'm you cut down to the planet? Your YouTube yeah. channel. That's what we're celebrating, by the way, tonight. Yeah. Thank you. That's, yes. Thank oh, you right. Yeah. All. Yeah. All well, the people yeah. who, uh, what one disappointing fact about that, though, uh, you get what they give you. You don't get oh. to change. Yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, you know, and of course there's a link to, Hey, the way these things work has changed. You can have this and you can, you can add to what they give you and add something. But I was, it's just Dan Decker, my, you know, my full name. It's fine. I like it. That's a great uh, name. So you, you yeah, YouTube. Oh, Decker. thanks. Yeah. Dan Decker. Decker. Yeah. Commodore you're Decker. Famous, Dan Decker. Already for being Dan Decker. So you may as well call it Dan Decker. Oh, I, I keep it. Yeah. I keep it going. Uh, so 37, <laughs> that would have been, that is eight years ago. Uh, so 2012. Oh, 2012. Hmm. What, did I, what was I doing in 2012? Where was I working? I was trying to, I was trying to make it. Was I? No, I was working for a little company that makes CMS. <gasps> oh, 2012. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Do you have your story? Cause I need to go. I'm going to check the chicken. Do you have your story? So All for right. me, it would have been 2016. And I was living in Seattle and dating. I made a bad choice in dating uh, Sleepy Trekkie. Uh, I think you were the one that asked about 37. So, yeah, I made a very bad choice in dating. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate to talk about it uh, in any detail because uh, the person I was dating uh, may take offense or have a different side to the story. But I will just say that it was probably the equivalent to uh my it was probably like actually no this year has been a little bit uh, no i think that year might have been worse than this year personally not for the world but just personally so that was a bad year so bad choice i made a bad choice in uh dating never um no i'm not going to give any never do this or that's i just <laughs> never do that never date stop dating those blue-eyed boys though <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst they're the worst they're the worst those and us brown eyed boys are full of shit. You never know, right? I, um, <laughs> I, I see someone once had purple eyes, or I think they might have been lavender, and that was amazingly interesting. Especially when oh, that's were... funny. Whoa. Oh, Paul, no worries, Paul. Oh, yeah, um, no, yeah. There's a there's an adult daycare next door, and they're doing something with their vans. So oh. that's yeah, that's actually dis discomforting. Sorry, folks. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, you, you're going to you do it live. You take your chances. Just ask uh, Bill O'Reilly. Um, but yeah, no, eight years ago, 2012, uh, I was working for a little independent web publishing. Uh, well, they, they made web publishing software uh, called Expression Engine. Ooh. And that uh, that software software was used by a um, uh, a uh, one uh web development house in particular for all of their clients and client sites. So that's the, the product they turned over uh, there to, you know, the finished product to the client and the client would do their, their own content management. And, you know, they also, <clears throat> they made uh, add-ons for this, this software, this, this CMS. Um, and so we had a yearly, uh, we had a yearly conference uh, for users. Uh, they also developed a very popular uh, PHP framework called CodeIgniter, if anyone's ever used that, kind of a precursor to the framework that's most I popular like, now called I like the name Code Igniter. 
Igniter. Yeah, Code Igniter is a great name. These guys, they came up with great names. Yeah, um, yeah there was one called, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, emotion Engine? Or no, that wasn't it. Um, I, I need an Emotion Mojo engine. Motor. Mojo Motor. I need <laughs> a Mojo called, Motor. Cool. Yeah. Actually, that's what I need more than an Emotion Engine. I need a Mojo Yeah, Mojo Motor, Motor is a cool name. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the gentleman who ran these those two companies, the the content house and the and the and the development studio uh they came to our conferences uh and you know because they had products to promote and things like that well i believe it was 2012 uh maybe yeah maybe 2012 uh we were in austin and there with uh the gentleman got a phone call and hangs up after you know and he's really excited and he tells us all that that his company is his uh, you know his, his firm has just gotten all twenty six of the Trump web properties to manage that that man's name and I was there when he took the phone call that man's name is Brad Parscale and oh, he ran Trump's yeah you might know the name <laughs> um, uh, yeah he he was most recently Trump's twenty twenty campaign manager before uh, leaving that job and going going to need some help of his own uh but yeah that's <laughs> speaking of donald trump i before coming on here i was at the um uh trek the vote uh live event did you hear about Ooh, that i heard about it i didn't get to go see any of it and that's pretty cool i i don't know if i'll be i i actually like you so much that i stopped watching to come i was gonna be <laughs> I, I was like oh, oh should man. i I already don't. I've donated a lot to Joe. I don't know your political affiliation. You don't have to share, but I've donated a lot to Joe uh, Joe Biden, and so I was really happy that he got the whole every single person making Star Trek currently uh, was involved, and it was really amazing. Yes, no, it was really great to see. Um, and you know, politics aside, yeah, I, I feel like there are there, there's our ideals that align with the future of star trek that we want um and you know uh i have an opportunity to i have an opportunity to help voice my concern on those ideals on october the 19th when early voting starts arkansas so if you are listening to this right now and you are in arkansas you have absolutely zero excuses now to not you can't tell the Commodore, I don't know when the voting started because now <laughs> vote now. Uh, well, no, on the 19th of October, um, there are other states that are voting right now. The election is on and it is more important than ever uh, to to get that vote in, which will be completely moot by the time most people hear this. You'll know the outcome and we can no, uh, we can laugh live, or cry. Live <laughs> the live audience, the live audience is in suspense. The, all the release audience will be like, oh, those poor suckers. <laughs> Let's do something for the release audience. So uh, I apologize to the live audience, but I'm going to give a prediction. Is that something we should do? It's not safe. Should we do a prediction? It's never safe to give a prediction. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't do it. But then the then the the audience, the podcast audience that listens to it later, they can like harass me if I'm wrong. Oh yeah, I, they can they can totally would, harass you. Will you go in with me, or are you or are you unwilling to give a prediction? Uh, I can't, I won't give a prediction only because I don't want to be sad. <laughs> I'll, respect, okay, I'll respect your show and not give my prediction. either. Okay. So, that's fair. Sorry. It could be like that episode of the Simpsons where they were like the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> 
after the fact because they had to record the episode. You know? Here's the real prediction. If my prediction that's in my head right now doesn't happen, I might be moving to Canada. That's all I got to say. Canada. <laughs> well, you know, Derek is up there. There are a lot of great Trekkies in Canada. Yeah, um, our neighbors to the north. Do you, do you know him? Who's that? Trek on the tube, Sean. Do you know him? Yeah. Well, I know of him. I bought his t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> and then hey, it was 20 bucks. It's got Spock on it. What you kidding? There's Dan Gunter. Yeah. And Derek Lawrence. Does, yep. Oh, I don't know Derek Lawrence. Do I? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you should. Sorry if I'll, I don't uh, know. You. Yeah. I will know you now. He'll get it. I'll let him know. He's got a shout out. There you go. So, and also Stuart um, Foley, Captain Foley of Trekyards, half of Trekyards is in Canada. Oh, very um, cool. And there's a great uh, artist named Alyssa Friesen, who's also in Canada. So thanks for letting me give some shout outs. And then this, uh, and Matt there, he says he's, uh, he's you know, come on up. It's fine. You know. Oh, PJ, oh my gosh. Because Newfoundland. PJ, yeah. which is Brock, also. You got to check out PJ. So, okay, Matt, I'm going to find you. Matt <laughs> I'll find you. I'll find you. <laughs> so tell me a little bit. Where, you're, where are you now? physically located i am currently stationed, i'm stationed at uh starbase uh van dyke in uh, miami florida and sunny <laughs> miami florida sunny miami florida <laughs> all right so where did uh where did you start us off lead us off i'm gonna go turn the chicken and take it off the grill but uh, <laughs> go ahead and start us off with where the where the uh, starfleet boy story begins Ooh, the the whole story like of my life well, we're going to, you know, we'll start there and see where it goes. 1978. I yeah, was, 19, 1978. I mean, I guess the Smashing Pumpkins couldn't go really with that. It didn't quite think it's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, start start at the beginning and I'll be right back. Picture it, if you will. Karachi, Pakistan in 1978. Uh, just uh, around 3.15 in the morning in a hospital called Saint something or rather, I can't remember at the moment, um, little Starfleet boy was born and uh, <laughs> he was taken home and filled with uh, lots of love and joy. I have no memories. I have a few memories of like, I have some images of when I was a baby, but I came to the United States like Neil Diamond. They're coming to America today. <laughs> today <laughs> do you know so that neil song? diamond is so great though neil <laughs> diamond is so great actually fact, though i have i do have memories of 1978 though. you do uh, i do so Ooh. yeah um i have i have some very early uh very early memories so uh three and four year old um uh, memories just you know of watching shows like i watched uh, battle for the planets um and uh, I watched a couple other things that I just remember having these, uh, having the memory of uh, time then, but not a lot, you know, but yeah, definitely some, some stuff as old as you are, but def uh, none of it happened in Pakistan. That's pretty cool. Well, I mean, I, I can't tell you too much about uh, Pakistan. I just have a glamorized American understanding of it. I've never actually been back there myself. I do, you know, hope to 
hope to journey to the to the birthland at some point but you know it hasn't happened yet but uh i just want to say that i like starfleet baby which is what earl gray trekkie 1701 came up with for this segment of the show <laughs> <laughs> the star trek baby segment there you Starf go baby. <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> that's pretty funny um so what was the world like outside of uh that tv though in 1978 do you remember what it was do you have any memories of like pe what people were wearing or the kind of music that was on? Uh, no, not really any of that. I remember most of the pictures we took were with a little 110 camera. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so you, um, the, the film, the film for those was in a little cartridge and it looked, um, it looked kind of like an overstretched pair of binoculars. It had two rolls on either end with a, with kind of a beam in between and about maybe two and a half inches long. Uh, half an inch uh, tall or however you look at it. Um, and it fed into the back of the camera and then you had X many exposures and then your film was done. Um, and those were the cameras that a lot of folks may remember uh, along with some Polaroids that used flash cubes and flash strips. So you pop the little <laughs> flash cube on there and you snap the photo and it, it would rotate around and you'd snap another photo. Um, and so that's uh, that you know that that's the memory I have the most of is taking pictures with uh, with those cameras with my mom uh, and and where I sat in front of the TV when I was little um, and things like that. But the world the world outside um, you know those memories are very closely tied to uh, spaces, very particular spaces. You know the apartment we lived in, uh, the store that my mom worked at, those kinds of things. Um, but I'll tell you this the uh the uh uniform she had to wear uh she worked she was a cashier at piggly wiggly and the uniform she had to wear um that was very 1978 man it was like us it was like this <laughs> ribbed corduroy or this ribbed uh, polyester something flared bottoms red you know bright red with a pig logo on it was something else man and uh, she also uh, she also wore these amazing boots uh and I still have a lot of respect for uh, a nice pair of boots. You know, nice uh, thigh high boots. I have a lot of respect Whoa. for uh, a nice pair of boots. How'd you get? Mm. You know, nice uh, thigh high Well, hold on. What's happening? I accidentally. Uh, so I. So oh, you I brought up the YouTube. I sent, stream. I sent a link to a friend of mine who asked me to send links to shows that i'm on so it i must have pressed it and it popped up on my on my phone that was cool that was like weird that was great <laughs> that was rude uh i remember i don't remember 1978 i was like wait i don't think humans what is it the age six six is when humans start storing long-term long term, long -term yeah like I said, these, these memories are very they're very sense oriented but i know they're i know they're real but yeah it's it's not a lot it's obviously not a lot of detail. <laughs> I can't help but smile at Paul's uh, in in the in the chat. Flared trousers. That is just ingrained in my mind as for sure having been around in 1978, the last oh, yeah. days of. Video. I hope that uh, I hope that once I hope Star Trek Discovery runs for a, lo a very long time. But when it's coming up to its last season, I hope they advertise it as the last days of disco. I think that would be an amazing. <laughs> an amazing like <laughs> marketing thing uh, <laughs> uh, let's, hope those, uh, let's hope that's uh several several minutes or, or not minutes several uh years away uh definitely <laughs> more because that's happening this week as we record there's going to be uh brand new um disco on starting yeah starting Ooh, we, on 
that's retro discovery. That's safe ground. That's that is like safe ground, right? We can, like we can, we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so by December, whenever this episode comes out, hopefully around New Year's, because I love New Year's. It's my, one of my favorite holidays. It'll but, be very uh, close to that. Yeah. Cool. Well, ha happy new year, everyone. I hope uh, <laughs> all your dreams came true. <laughs> you'll be, uh, you'll be, you'll be right around. So, so the, the live streams, since they're a special treat, the live streams get, uh, they're going to be, the other one was with Michael and those are, you two are running out there. End of the, the, way, of the year. The Michael one, and I have something to ask you because I really enjoyed the Adama Picard uh, discussion you all got into. Do yeah. you remember? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, so the, the I, question. I have, the, <laughs> I have some thoughts about that. One. Oh, good. Okay, let's talk about it because uh, for the for the listeners, uh, um, whichever order this comes out, and the question was posed before me by a friend of mine who obviously knows me too well. Uh, to he's like he didn't even he didn't even have to say choose or frame this in any way. He said uh, he said Dan. Picard or Adama. <laughs> and that was, and left it at that. And I just like, I, I can't remember. Exactly. Just, yeah, well, yeah, no. Uh, yes. Uh, for me. Yeah. I think Adama because, um, but I also think that those two men are very much the same side to or different sides of the same coin put transposed. They would probably perform equitably in an either position. Adama having all the rosiest choices and options ahead of him could be every bit the same kind of leader that Picard is. Oh, I love is. how you think Picard had all these rosy options. Wow. Well, we, should compared do, to... we, should do, we should role play. We used to work at a place that loved doing role plays. So we oh should my role God, play. Oh my God. Oh my God. We should role play me as Picard in BSG and you're the, you're the game master for that. And then okay. I'm going to role play you as Adama in TNG, and okay. I'll be the game master for that. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so here we go. So Adama's walking through the through the Galactica. Uh, it's morning. He's got his cup of coffee or whatever. What was it? You drank coffee, right? Yeah. And we're talking about reimagined Adama, right? Yeah, Adama. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you're walking through it and you see you see uh Gata approaching and he Gata comes up to you and he's like, uh hello, uh <laughs> Admiral. Uh here's the situation report for the day. Uh we have a couple of hang-ups uh on the lower decks, uh, and uh chief uh, the chief's complaining about uh not enough lubricant, so we may have to divert course to to get some from a planet that has a, a possible uh match for what he's looking for. So and and how how does how does Adama reply to Gata in that situation? Yeah, in that situation, yeah, like and well, we're, gonna, we're going we're going deep into imagination. Audience, I'm sorry if this is too deep for you. <laughs> well, yeah, you're Adama. you're Adama. <laughs> we have to, uh, you know, we have to we have to send a scout ahead. Uh, you know, we need to send out a raptor ahead. Uh, <laughs> a raptor jump in, and then of course the raptor gets there, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's good you know you give your orders whatever and then you walk into uh your you're, you're about to walk into the bridge and all of a sudden there's this weird flash of light it's like <laughs> like kind of like a rainbow or whatever 
And when the flash of light uh, goes away, you're in a totally alien environment. It's a, it's a it looks like a bridge, but not like a bridge you've ever seen. It's ridiculously weird looking. Like there's yeah. this weird panel that you're seeing. There's like a strange you've never seen an alien, first of all. So you see Worf there, <laughs> and he beats you, and he's like, "Hello, Captain." How uh, uh, he goes? He says, "Hello, Captain Adama. How are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so you've been transported to TNG. <laughs> no. On the Enterprise. Let's talk about let's look at what privileges Adama notices in Picard's world. Can we can we talk about that? <laughs> what privileges are in Picard's world? Yeah, for Adama. By the way, I love that you're vibing with this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he uh he obviously has a much brighter uh uh place to work right the cic is very dim and there's no view screen so now all of a sudden he can see the the you know the path to earth he's got a dope ready room off to the left um and a completely cool space to talk to all of his senior officers at once instead of having a you know yell across the room uh and you know and then he's all he's he's only ever uh consulting with ty in that smelly office, which you know probably smells like old man and whiskey. Uh, <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I think it would it would it would blow his mind. Um, but you know, both of them had hard choices to make. That's um, true. Uh, and and uh, I just feel like you know Picard's world, the setup at least, was a little more rosy, and you can see you can see definitely see. TNG and uh, and and Deep Space Nine, especially, edge towards the darker side of storytelling. Once you watch Ronald E. Moore's name rise in the credits uh, at the end, as he edges toward executive producer, uh, and then of course you see all of the things that he really wanted, the way he really wanted to be able to tell a story come come true in uh, Battlestar Galactica. So uh, I, I think is is a post you know the the thing is, about Battlestar Galactica that I agree with you on uh is that uh after that there's like a whole new era of sci-fi on on TV mm -hmm. Star Trek Picard is a post BSG show and you see influences of BSG in Picard and I really like that you know about it so I think I, I hope Ron Moore comes home sometime at some point I think yeah. there's like you know, I think like he should come to Star Trek again with these new ideas and hopefully Star Trek. I think Star Trek's ready for what Ron Moore has to. Oh, have. I, I am as a fan. I would. Yeah, I've always I love I loved what, um, you know, I noticed his name, uh, you know, when the show was running, running in syndication first run. Uh, I noticed his name as it showed up more and more and more. And then when it was on Deep Space Nine and, you know, I can't remember. I think it was maybe season three or four of Deep Space Nine, where uh, if you were watching then, you kind of you kind of realized. I think it was at the end of season three where you're like, "Wait, wait a minute! They're they're making a show with real consequences and whatnot, and continuity, and they're just they're they're subversively jamming it in there." Um, and that's when Trek is at its best uh, when it's in, when you know it's in that subversive um, zone, just like Lower Decks has been this last ten weeks, uh, where they uh, where they snuck in you know a heart a heartfelt story with character development in amongst <laughs> this comedy that we weren't supposed to really get. Um, but you know, um, 
but yeah, so 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 to flip the script, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> Picard, you're in your ready room uh, and you're right. you're reading the latest status reports. Mm. Um, let's say That's that. What, what's your favorite Enterprise uh, that Picard between the D and the E? Uh, so the two. So it's a really tough. Uh, it's funny that you're asking me this now because in this moment in my life, I'm having a tough time uh, deciding between the two. But just a year ago. As uh -huh. little before before Picard came on and we saw that gorgeous new footage of the D, um, I was saying uh, the E is my favorite uh, because it resembles in its silhouette uh, the A, which is my all time favorite uh, starship. It's back here. I don't know if you can yeah, see it. Yeah, mine's on the the desk in the in the in the in the, in the, in the house. The refit, the Clark. Clark. The refit, yeah. yeah my favorite is that the xl eagle moss or is that oh it no is. that's one you built no this is the eagle moss that's how good they oh, are is it? oh, it's so beautiful yeah, it's a really gorgeous yeah. model it is all but, the eagle, uh, 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 eagle moss bottles are beautiful but the xls are uh particularly striking and that xl uh slash refit a is is a beaut um now we all know that uh, as you said it's it's the refit slash a because you can only get <laughs> It marked with the A, uh, but <laughs> but that's not actually the Enterprise. It is it is a refit Constitution class starship that is named the Enterprise, uh, and and in my heart I will accept it because it's a beautiful ship. Uh, just but the actual Enterprise gave her life to save her crew. Here's something that may surprise you, uh, but not only was the Katra of Spock uh, transferred. Uh, but so was the Katra of the Enterprise herself into <sighs> the new ship. The new ship. How do you how do how do you how do you headcanon that? You gotta you gotta walk this one out for me. I need this. Okay. I need this in my life. On this, okay. So both Spock, all of them, Spock, McCoy, and Kirk lived aboard the Enterprise and inhabited her. Right. And so yeah. when Spock mind melds and tells Bones to remember, he's not just saying remember to to remember. Part of his Katra is connected to the soul of the Enterprise herself. No so doubt. when that, when his Katra transferred into Bones, a part of the Enterprise did as well. So when Spock and crew came back to the Enterprise, at one point, there's something Spock is known to do. I feel very confident that he may have done this. At some point, he did some, some sort of like contact, just like in First Contact, where Picard's like, you got to touch the ship, right? So Spock re-mind melded with the Enterprise and gave her back her katra as oh, well and that's I want to believe that so bad that's my head cannon i want to believe for, that so bad what's what's frustrating though is that the <laughs> a got got more screen time in the movies what the, the a got more screen time overall in the movies no didn't it no and no i guess not it was in five and six uh, i and mean that's it I mean, there wasn't was, in three and four though. Well, yeah, four. it wasn't in four. Four at the end of four. By the way, yeah. that that music at the end. Oh my gosh! It's like when they. Anyways, very good. So that's my head canon for why the. I love it. The love soul it. transferred. <laughs> what do we got going oh, in the chat? I got a I got a huge compliment for that head canon. Thanks, Ravi. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. There you go. Your head canon is the best. Appreciate y'all all tolerating the random sounds of the city. Uh, despite the background, it is in the middle of town and I'm, Hey, and I'm <laughs> like two blocks away from a train. So <laughs> you made um, it. 
I made it back. Wow, that's crazy. I uh, normally don't break the seal. Uh, I'm really good about like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do drink a lot of water in my everyday life. I mean, you get, we should that's all. Good. You should. Lots of water. Everyone should, should drink more water. Drink water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that oh, barbecue it's gonna be that great. you described sounded delicious. Uh, are we going to see it on? Are you going to show it off? Uh, no, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send out a picture. When oh, nice. I, nice. <laughs> yeah, I'll send out a picture of my plate. <laughs> I also i I've been listening to your show a little bit, and I really enjoy it. And I'm glad to be on it, and I'm glad to be a subscriber. I hope you don't mind me like giving you a little. A I don't, little not at of... all. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I, but I also uh, I I also listened to the one with uh, Gary Trek Price, and that one got crazy deep. And I, I like I was just like blown away with the kind of deepness that you guys went into. And I'm, oh, I'm uh, by the way, I'm open to going warm like you want. Yeah, no, when when he was on uh oh yeah, yeah on this podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh I have been um I've been very uh uh thankful and humbled by the guests who've been on the show. Everyone wants to talk about oh I don't have you know I don't well hello squirrels and bird. Nope, they're the squirrels. Hey, go guys. <laughs> um, oh, you have a hammock back there. I just I do it. have a hammock. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a Father's Day present once. Isn't that great? Uh, yeah. Everybody and it's, uh, and like a fort too. You know, so. <laughs> Dan lives in paradise. The Commodore lives in. Uh, in <laughs> it's a pretty cool backyard. Like... The, we we didn't get the pool. Uh, it's just one of those. You know, it's just one of those redneck above ground uh, twelve footers or whatever fourteen foot pool. But nice. um, we couldn't open it this year because like all the chemicals were stupid expensive because everybody bought them for COVID. So. What are you? What is? What do you all think of Floridians? Um, I don't know. I like most of the Floridians that I've met uh, as a as an individual people. Um, overall, that's uh, a very diplomatic. That's very diplomatic, Dan. Uh, I mean, Have it's the been- same thing could be said for Arkansans. Um, <laughs> uh, I like Arkansans. Oh, I re- oh, can I give a shout out to the McQuarters family? You give the a McQu- shout out to whoever you like. I've been down to go up to your country i now i have a reason a couple of reasons to go up to your country you gotta so, get back but... yeah you gotta come back it's definitely um <laughs> it's definitely worth visiting here uh for more than just me uh there's a lot of pretty stuff to do to we could World. even we could even go diamond mining Ooh, really i know yeah and if you find you them people... you keep them <laughs> you do yeah, but yeah. do people really find diamonds anymore they do they do it's the you're, it's you're the only pit. you're a diamond the only open rock. pit I'm a diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a state park, so you can go down to Murfreesboro State Park. Uh, it's an open pit diamond mine, and you can dig for diamonds all day if you want. And then you go you go sluice them out in the water, and uh, if you find them, uh, if you find a real diamond, they'll 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 tell you what it is. They'll give you uh, the rundown, and you get to keep it and uh, take it home. I would keep yeah. a if I found a diamond there, I would I would give it to my beloved whoever that person will be uh, to marry. That would be yeah, a cool. it'd be cool, right? The one diamond you found. Look, I yeah. found this for you. <laughs> I found it for just for you. And you hear I that? It, I didn't know. Uh, it was you hear yours. that future billionaire husband who likes yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> no i mean you know th- what are those those are just some, those are very small qualifications billionaire no, actually, i don't have any qualifications in real life i just like to say that because if a billionaire were to be interested i would i would help them i would, I would petition for part of their fortune to go towards like 
an amazing Star Trek organization that does good around the world called. Yeah, the once Acolo we uh, yeah. once we get the uh, media room that's that looks like the bridge finished. That's true. <laughs> we also have one of those. That is true. Can you uh, imagine, like, if your media room was decked out like the Enterprise D bridge, and your three besties and you got to sit back at the at the captain's chair on those <laughs> on those cool chairs? Man, that'd be great. I've described this before for the Tart. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan as well, and I've also the Tardis would be awesome. Tardis, but I would love an exact replica of the Enterprise uh, set from uh, Star Trek Six, the the Undiscovered Country set. Uh, yeah, it's a great bridge yeah. on a gimbal, like in a room on a gimbal, Ooh, so that like yeah. when so that when like the ship got hit, the whole bridge would rock back and forth, and we could experience like what it's like to actually amazing, <laughs> actually amazing. like how they gimbaled the bridge for for generations, and it was that great. Would be, yeah, 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 that yeah. would that would uh, be, be fantastic. <laughs> you you'd be invited to all the uh, role play nights. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of role play, do you role play? I used, I used to role play a ton when I was a kid. In fact, I used to do a lot of uh, Star Trek uh, role playing with a, a dear friend of mine. We built like a huge. Uh, well, he he was fortunate enough to have like a gigantic uh, basement type thing. It wasn't in. It was like a half basement in Florida. You don't really yeah. have basements, so like part oh, yeah, of it no, you was don't. and part of it was above. It was a weird space. But it was his and it was huge and he had a ginormous table. So we took um, onion paper and we laid it all out and uh, taped it all together. And we built a gigantic galactic map. I mean, this was huge, probably like 30, 30 sheets tall by maybe like 80 sheets wide. Of, Holy cow. That's a big table of like eight, eight and a half by 11 paper. Yeah. We built, we created a gigantic galactic map and used all the evidence from the FASA, uh, role-playing books and star trek at the time and we made it mm -hmm. as accurate as possible to where all the home worlds you know of the major like you know star trek uh species were and then we just play that's what we did we used models for fleets and we played and it was like the most insane role-playing game analog that's immersive game. yeah no doubt. Super immersive. yeah that i would that's credit incredible. that as probably like my uh entry to uh to star trek unnecessary minutiae like i have a ton of things like how <laughs> how like uh how like transporters worked in that era you know because at, at the time we we only had tng and oh, yeah. it was it, yeah when we were doing this i was in, in middle school late middle school early high school um and yeah so that that was my uh role-playing uh <laughs> role-playing endeavors and 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 then eventually we got like maybe a couple people then later in life when i was in my 20s i played um the sigil uh dungeons and dragons sigil uh that world uh and i did a few games but i was not the dm for those i was just a participant and that was a lot of fun so i love role playing do you role play oh yeah it's a big part of what i do um oh man yeah i am uh can i get in uh, on something do you have yeah anything? so what we're doing um we uh i've got one group right now actually i'll give them a huge shout out uh you're gonna love this uh you're gonna love this name uh the group uh is uh dnds9 yeah that's amazing tnts yeah. 
yeah and so uh thank you thank you and uh you can even you can even follow it there's not much going on but it has a twitter it's uh dnd dnds9 pod so the, the letter d or the letter n yeah dnds9 pod and that is uh so that is uh that is penny uh so if you know penny uh dandelions on twitter uh, it's olivia uh, it is uh, uh, Coco, the trash panda. Uh, it is Ed Brewster. Oh, cool. uh, and it is uh, Ian Galactic Dave. Uh, oh, okay. And I am I am the DM. And we are oh. running through the Dragon of Ice Pyre Peak uh, adventure. Uh, and only Ed and Ian have ever played before. So uh, the, three, the three young ladies are all brand new players. Uh, oh, who cool. only who've never played uh, D&D before. Uh, and that's, that was the point was to get together with uh, a group who a couple of seasoned players to help some new players learn to play. Cause that's what we're here to do is to help people uh, have fun. And um, so we've had one session as of this recording, as of this live stream, and we'll have, uh, we're having another on Sunday. Um, oh, so so really quickly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll uh, I'll put it before the group, and and we can bring in we can bring in because we please, need more adventurers. Uh, please consider my petition group. I hope you. <laughs> uh, the cool thing is, uh, we play through. We use Roll Twenty, and we use D and D Beyond. Uh, no, no sponsorships here. Uh, but it gives. Uh, it lets me share all the stuff that I've got with you, uh, so that you can build a character the way you want. I have a friend who officially works for Dungeons and Dragons in some capacity, and she's like an extraordinary uh, DM. Uh, I'd like to tell her about this, so that'd be absolutely. Cool. You can tell her about it. Very cool. That'd be Very awesome. Cool. Uh, that is that is the group that I started that we started here or started on Twitter uh, because you know Ed Ed came to me. He's like, "Hey man, I want to play some D and D." I was like, "Okay, let's find let's find some folks." And I was like, "Who would I want to see if they want to play?" And I just like, boop, 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 and yeah, they all said yes. But then my local group. Uh, yeah and then i have a low group that plays with uh friends from work uh and we, uh, we're currently known as the frosty five <laughs> Frosty five. yeah against my better judgment but uh, there i'm playing uh i am i am a player and i'm playing a uh female drow uh druid of the spores elf so it's a bit of a complicated complex character because i didn't know that doing that would break the game so i just was like this is what i want to be and my dm was like uh Hmm. okay but uh here's how we're gonna have to do it i was like okay fine whatever uh but yeah got, no tell your friend i, I love it bad choice to i've got a bad choice to confess okay confess it wait uh first thing i need your help what year did second life come out because i gotta that figure I don't out my... know. oh someone... that i don't know by the way while we, while i look for that um robbie asks how was how has your days been hosts both of us anything oh, yeah. you're forward to this week so could you answer the forward to this week while i figure out oh yeah no the day has been a good day and of course i'm looking forward to this week uh i've got uh, star trek on deck it's uh thursday uh yeah early it's a big I'm gonna week. get discovery season three opener uh and see how that goes i'm super excited for that um and what else is going on this week uh got uh another couple of uh episodes of the show to put down on on the recording so that uh, uh we have those on deck and um and yeah it was overall a really good day got to talk a lot about D. <laughs> 2003 how old was i in 2000 hey Whoa. siri 
Hey Siri, how old was I in 2003? I can't get that info for you here. Oh, wait, he's worthless. He knows my age. Hold on. How old was I in 2003? Was that 17 years ago? Yeah. That's so, math is hard. So you were not, you were 28? 28. Oh, yes, it was my 28th year. I remember. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so I made a couple of bad choices that year. Uh, <laughs> one bad choice was that's when I tried marijuana. So, audience, don't ever try marijuana. <laughs> Uh, ever the devil's it. lettuce gets its claws in you but that's why that explains why this happened i actually so this is the worst bad choice i've ever made i've atoned for it since don't worry audience do you want to hear my most bad choice that i the ever worst made bad choice yeah i went on to second life and i became one of the <laughs> i became a uh, well, I became a sex worker on Second Life. <laughs> so, that was my bad choice. <laughs> that was, a, that was a, a, a bourbon and marijuana induced bad choice. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, <laughs> so 28. Oh, geez, 28. How old? That would have been uh, 25, 2000. So 2003. Wow, man, that's a long time ago. Uh, that's the year I got married. There's no bad choices oh, that year. Yeah. Yeah. Your 28 was a lot better than mine. <laughs> yeah. Had yeah, I we not got married, and uh, so that was this year was our 17th wedding anniversary. Congratulations! Wow. Yeah, thanks. I have, I have a couple more sips to go, and then a cherry to pop. So boom! Ah, oh. <laughs> and then and then. Your <laughs> Dun, da, da. Oh, it was, uh, you'll appreciate this, uh, Sahel. Uh, my groom's cake was uh, a giant chocolate. Uh, the cake was chocolate. The icing was a rainbow, and the shape was the Apple logo. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, Do you, yeah it was pretty I, good. I got to see photos of that. You have to send me photos. Oh, yeah, I'll it. send you I'll send you a picture of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here, I've got it. Actually, I'm going to just pull it up right now. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's uh, no, it was it was a big win. I've got it saved as a favorite. Oh my gosh, I'm about to dis I'm about to disappoint uh, one of my favorite people on the planet in the audience. I'm so sorry, Robbie, but I have taken marijuana again. I've actually learned that marijuana is not a terrible drug at all. It helps a lot of people, and if you know how to use it correctly recreationally, it is akin to alcohol. And I know you're a teetotaler, and I appreciate that, but. Marijuana is not that bad. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's the legit OG logo too. Very cool. Yeah. So, and I, uh, I had, so I had a stash of, um, had a stash of, so, you know, every, most Apple products come with stickers. Um, and before a certain point, they all came, they were the original Apple, the, the rainbow logo. Uh, and so I had a stash of those and I took that to the cake, uh, the cake people. And I was like, I want this to be my groom's cake. And uh, they did. So it's pretty great. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I did not disappoint the audience member. He was kidding. With, he was having a laugh at me. Ugh. Oh, when they, when they go at you for a lark, that's what That's happens. what's happening. Uh, <laughs> it's always. You got yeah, your this is... I'll have mine on Starfleet Boy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't retaliate. Uh, so you are in technology. What is what does that mean? I've uh, so I um, I would say that like 
uh, other than my love of Star Trek, the thing that came easiest in my life growing up, and I think this might be something that's a common experience for those folks that are around our age group, is that computers just were, they made sense. You yep. know, it's just like they yep. really made sense. Like Star Trek, the original series even prepared prepared us for it. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, and if you were a science fiction person or just a nerd that liked science or whatever, you computers made sense in that generation. We already had like access to computers. Um, so from a very early age, I just learned how they work. And so one of the things I've been privileged to do, I do a lot of things. So at the, at the moment, I work for an amazing a company that is revolutionizing real estate. And I'm not sure I'm allowed to affiliate myself on a drunken podcast, oh. but if you, you don't have to do too much digging to find out what that, <laughs> what that company, oh, that company lose you or did you, Oh, am I gone? There you go. Now you're back. Oh, I have no idea what actually you heard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, not much. So you got right. to, uh, all I got to say is computers yeah. just work for us. And, <laughs> I love technology. I'm, that's my second passion, other than yeah. science fiction and uh, and art. Uh, I have three passions, I guess. <laughs> but technology is one of my passions, and 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 one of the things I love doing is just building uh, systems. So that's kind of like the gist of what I do. That's where it came from, though, is uh, that early that early exposure to computers. Now uh, and, and the logic of Star. I have to give credit to Star yeah. Trek. For, oh yeah. For- me logic like learning logic at a young age is actually really great i highly recommend for those of you who are parents no matter how much your kids argue with you teach them logic right so (laughs) and and that's that is a that's a good point there are two things redirecting parenting is a lot about redirecting um and in ways that you know lying is an unproductive use of creative thinking Right. Um, it's not inherently bad. It can lead to poor consequences. But the art of being able to tell a lie, knowing that, um, and then recognizing those consequences, it gives a sense of um, awareness in the world. So you redirect that creative thinking. Um, you're like, hey, being able to tell a good story is a good quality to have. Let's find a way to put that skill to use that doesn't involve breaking the rules. <laughs> also, in, well, also in my, I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of being transparent. I think like, I think you, you, there comes a point in your uh, experience uh, throughout life, you know, and, and this can happen at any time. It can happen to an 18 year old. It can happen to a 50 year old, but at, there comes a point where you realize that like, you know, transparency is more important than truth or lies, right? Like just mm-hmm. being, being completely, uh, honesty is different than a lie or a truth, right? Like truth and lies is, is, is like a whole different genre. And then there's transparency and honesty. And right. so one of the things I loved, uh, one of the lessons I loved learning, and I'm glad I learned it early because I used to make shit up when I was a kid, like, Oh yeah, I have a bridge in my house that like is on a gimbal, you know, like just as an example. Yeah. And, and my yeah. friends are like, What you live in an apartment? What are you talking about? Like, and I'm just like, No, no, it's in a secret compartment down in under the pool. <laughs> just you know, keep like, digging in. <laughs> right. Those kinds of things. So I was fortunate to learn that lesson early, but transparency is the most important thing. And then I used to brand myself as a fantasist because you got to, what you said is so important. Like you got to learn how 
to tell a good story. I think it's important. Like humans, we've been telling stories since the cave days, right? We got freaking mm-hmm. paintings. We have people hand paintings telling stories. You don't think those are her- hyperbolized in some way? Like, oh yeah, they didn't, yeah. Kill, they didn't kill all the beasts, you know? Like, no, they did though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they could but only I count think- to five. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but logic is logic is where you learn those things, right? Like, I think logic is such a good good thing to be exposed to as a kid. Well, I um, you know, I don't know my first computer uh, use. So I can remember uh, my, my mom knew a few folks who had, you know, like the pong machine and you, you hooked it up to the TV and it played pong and it was just <laughs> pong. And, you know, it was an early at home video game, but it played pong and that was it. And it maybe had like two other, you could flip a switch and get a couple other games. Um, and then, but you know, in an Atari 2600 also, but for computing, my first exposure to a computer, uh, was a, a Commodore Vic 20 that my uncle had. He's just a couple, three years older than me. Uh, and so when he, oh, my gosh. oh yeah. And William Shatner, <laughs> William Shatner did a lot of the ads for Commodore That's back right. in the day. Uh, but when he upgraded to a Commodore 64, which is still in the garage at my grandmother's house, mind you, um, I think it needs a new power supply. Uh, but, uh, the VIG 20 is, has unfortunately since gone. Uh, but that was, you know, he handed that down to me and that was my first computer. Um, and I learned, uh, you know, copying basic applications, like both programming language, language, basic, and also by their nature, basic programs, uh, typing, you know, peck, 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 peck by hand out of the back of this book. And of course, there would invariably be a type a typo that is it's essentially a bug. Once it's a typo, <laughs> right. um, you know, and some of them didn't work after hours of slow I did, slow I did a lot of HTML coding. Oh my god! Before yeah. Dreamweaver, oh, yeah. before like anything like that was. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, see, showing your age, that you Dreamweaver, Jesus. <laughs> like yeah, Wizzy before WYSIWYG stuff, and and yep. if you made a mistake, it was like brutal. Yeah. I never did like. Uh, I, I haven't gone past basic in terms of computer line, you know, computer language. I had uh, learned MySQL and PHP uh, to, to do the web development stuff uh, that I can still hack some things together. Uh, but these days I use all the tools that make it easy. <laughs> I've been at it. I've come full circle, man. <laughs> I, I also don't recommend, I became very, what's the word? It's not famous. Cause like I, I'm not Mark Zuckerberg, but I became like known very early on in my years uh, for for being a website designer. But I refu- I was stubborn. I refused to learn anything past HTML. I was like, oh, <laughs> like what is CSS? this? World? Oh yeah, yeah. Was like, that was me. I was like, what is this? What is this awful world? HTML is perfect. Why do Why we not? So I do actually, yeah, I actually retired from web designing, and so many of my clients were so angry. They were just like, "Oh, that's what is amazing!" That? Yeah, I retired from <laughs> web designing. I, uh, <laughs> when Flash, I remember Flash came along. I was like, "No, I refuse." Sorry, no, goodbye. I never did Flash. That's uh, <laughs> but I remember when tables uh, as a feature were new were added to HTML as a language when before HTML tables existed. I could, yeah, I remember. And that that was my wow. first like, well, crap, there's something new to learn. 
And then um, uh, I remember being very resistant to uh, CSS when it came along. And as it is now, you know, it, it's all handled by, uh, I understand how all the pieces fit together, but I use tools that speed things up for me because I, I don't got time to spend, you know, uh, doing hard work. I need to do fast work and get paid. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I have free time to do stuff like this. Um, I think, yeah, I know those logic our true calling uh in life yeah. after all these years of technology and consulting to just and talk to each other on the internet and have other people other join us i really love the idea that this is live but it also is going to air at a later date and so there's a yep. whole new audience that's going to hear it which is really exciting and they'll they'll be so remiss of context they won't even know what's going on it's uh it's hilarious but as it goes, uh, I think I think we have to I think we have to to bring it down here. All right. Yeah. I want so, to highlight. I know we didn't talk. I know we didn't stick to the topic of the of the current time of mental health too much, but I do want to say that like um, I, in my family, uh, mental health has always been a very important thing. My parents have cared a great deal about it, and a dear friend of mine. Uh, who I never thought about mental health till I met him and, you know, and how like important it is to seek professional help. But uh, at, at, a, at a really dark time in my life, uh, which, you know, we're not going to go into great, great details about it. I was able to remember his advice and he said like, um, humans shouldn't think like it's like counselor troy basically is what it boils down to is humans shouldn't think of mental health as anything different than going to your regular doctor as uh, for a checkup you should have a mental health professional in your in your roster of healthcare professionals so you should definitely see your doctor your physician once a year but you saw or or more actually depending on what conditions you might have but right. you should also have a mental health professional whether that's a psychiatrist or a psychologist or someone who's a mental health professional uh at least checking you out once a year once i learned that like life change like i feel like i i can't say enough what a great piece of advice is that and so tim tim and i know he won't mind tim hankins thank you for that advice at a very uh young age it has revolutionized uh my life and it has made my life better so thank you and I will, I will second that advice uh, from Tim to all of you uh, as someone who waited way too long uh, relative to how long I've been getting treatment um, to acknowledge that I needed help uh, for a lot of reasons, stubborn most of it. But um, the, the, the point stands there, there's an imbalance in the chemicals in the way, in, in the way your brain works. And um, that's nothing that you can control. Uh, but it is something that you can have control over. Uh, and through that uh, is talking Wait, to I gotta folks. Pop, I got to pop gotta the cherry. Pop the cherry. Do you see it spinning? This is only for the spinning. video audience. Here we go. Here we go, here we go. Here it goes, folks. Dun, 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 dun. The uh -huh. cherry has been popped. <laughs> but um, my, most, my most treasured time, uh, some of my most treasured time is the hour uh, that I get to spend with my therapist um, currently every four weeks because uh, uh, that's part of having that is how often you can adjust how often you think you need to go talk to them. Um, and uh, and that's really great. Uh, but he, he's the one person in the entire in my entire uh, circle that I can talk to about 
any, literally anything that isn't crime. <laughs> and I'm welcome to tell him about the crimes too, but then he might have some choices to make that, that will impact my decisions, but we'll talk about bad choices in a whole different light. Uh, but having a therapist has been probably one of the most crucial things for me to the point that when he switched offices, um, we found a way for me to be able to follow him to his new place. Uh, and I'm, I'm covering that out of pocket. That's how important because you have a relationship at a certain point. Like I, I told him, I was like, I don't want to train up a whole other therapist now. It's like, you, you know, we're four and a half years in, you're not getting out of it that easy. <laughs> and, uh, um, but yeah, definitely, um, you know, and, and as I've always said, and, uh, should be well known by now, reach out to me directly. The handles on the screen right now, uh, at D A N D E C K R on Twitter. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, or, uh, just want to chat, you don't have to tell me there's anything wrong. If you just want somebody, you know, will reply. Uh, I reply to almost every DM unless it's, you know, completely inappropriate. Um, <laughs> And, and that's, Hey, that's a case by case basis, actually. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, hit me up if you have questions, you want to talk. Uh, and even if it's just, like I said, even if it's just to have somebody listen to whatever it is you want to say, um, just as a distraction, uh, I can be there for that too. So, uh, uh, Sahel, is there anything else you want to promote? You want to say, you want to get out there before the time comes down? The very first thing I want to do is say thank you for having me on your show. I know I kind of hey, like, awesome. when are you going to have me on your show? Uh, and also thank you for coming on Starfleet Boy. And I and I hope you'll come on more because uh, you're a delightful human being to be around. And I appreciate oh, this. Thanks. Yeah, I definitely. I, I have to remember. I, it's just I just have to show up, right? You just have to show up. That's how it works. Yeah. That's, <laughs> very easy. Um, that's, the very, thank, that's the very cool part about it. And just, uh, I hope, do you have repeat guests? Like, is this a thing on your podcast? I will, there will be repeat guests. Uh, yeah, that's why we don't end the show. We bring it to a close. That way we can come back around and open it up again. I like that. So, well, I'd love to yeah. be a guest again in the future. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and I gonna, hope uh, if, if we're, if at that point we're past these COVID times and I can travel again, I'd love it if I could come and have a real life barbecue session with you guys. Oh, hell I, yeah, man. That's, I, that is one thing. Listen, y'all, uh, when this, when this bullshit is over and the world's turned on again, um, we, you all look, y'all saw how big the backyard is. The house, uh, is small. Uh, but there's a lot of, there are a lot of hotels in Conway, uh, and you know, central Arkansas, um, is the middle of Arkansas, which is essentially the geographical middle of the United States. I mean, it's almost equidistant for everybody. I right, party at my house, uh, <laughs> Star Trek throw down, uh, we'll grill back here. There's a tram epimoline and a, and a fort you can swing on and, uh, you know, yeah, you know, we we'll get, about how, how, we only got to Starfleet Baby. We didn't even talk about how I moved to the United States during on the day uh, President Reagan got inaugurated. So we'll we'll have to save that for part. So <laughs> he froze up again. Oh, that's funny. I was just saying we didn't even get to pass Starfleet Baby. Come back. Come back. I'm here. Me. I'm here. I'm here. There I'm you are. Here. Okay. Lost for just I a second. Say, we, we, we didn't, didn't get, get past Starfleet Baby. Definitely, baby. There's the Reagan era, which we haven't even covered. So. Oh man, see this this <laughs> happens. This happens every show where I'm just like, well, you know what? The only answer is obviously an entire podcast series with this particular guest. 
until until we cover everything because that's the only way it's going to get done. We'll do it. We'll but figure it out. We'll definitely do it. Uh, but for our live audience, gosh, uh, thank you so much for being uh, here uh, to you, uh, Starfleet Bay. Thanks for being here with your lullaby voice. Uh, to your dear listeners in the future, because of the linear nature of time, I do appreciate your time. I'm going to be quiet for just a moment so you can appreciate the crickets and the sounds and the car driving by. But it makes me feel a little like Anson Mount on his podcast, The Well Pod, which is an excellent oh. one. <laughs> it's a great show. Um, and uh, talk about some talk about some smooth lullaby voice. <laughs> Listening to that show can help you take a good nap. Uh, but coming coming down to you from the Toad Suck Studios. We're going to bring it to a close here on Bad Choices in Bourbon. My guest has been Sahel Starfleet Boy. Uh, I am Dan Decker, and um, thank you very much. Hoping to earn your ears again uh, next week. Listeners, good night. Hey. Ah. <laughs>